There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. It's Thursday, May 26th. From inside the WTOP newsroom, this is the DMV Download, presented by Steamfitters Local 602. Learn how Steamfitters can benefit your business at steamfitters-602.org. Today, the question over where the Washington Commanders will build its stadium is nowhere close to answered. There's new legislation to lure the team to the Commonwealth, but WTOP Sports Director George Wallace goes into the logistics of why this news may be intentionally timed to distract us and why it could cost the team fans. You're going to draw from Richmond. Your season ticket fan base would be from Richmond. So I don't think that's a possibility. I think they're playing the leverage game here. And despite word that other NFL owners don't support Snyder and the fact that the team is under investigation, some Virginia lawmakers want to move forward with a stadium deal. We talk with the state delegate on both sides of the issue. You know, with this current team, it's just, it's hard to see what the benefits are. I am a fan and I'm personally excited about the possibility of this deal happening. Thanks for joining us. I'm Megan Cloherty. And I'm Luke Garrett. Washington's football team is unquestionably in turmoil and not getting the welcome it likely hoped for in Maryland, Virginia, or D.C., as it looks to strike a deal for a new stadium location. Today, Virginia lawmaker Chap Peterson, who represents Fairfax County, said he's lost confidence in the commanders as a viable NFL franchise. You know, with this current team, it's just it's hard to see what the benefits are other than we're bringing in opposing fans to, to root against us. Peterson originally voted for the bill to bring the team to Virginia, but he said he's changed his mind. I was hoping to see that the team would be trending upwards and becoming more popular, but unfortunately it seems like it's been the opposite, and that's, that's one of the things that led to my decision. Though there is opposition, the legislation to bring the stadium to the Commonwealth may still have legs, and we'll get to that. But first, WTOP's George Wallace is here to give us the background on what's happened this week with the team. And George, we learned that owner Dan Snyder bought land in Woodbridge. What is the deal with that? Well, we know that he hasn't actually purchased the land. He's obtained oh. he's obtained an agreement to buy the land if certain things are met. Mm, conditional. So, <clears throat> it's changed. The whole story changed. Yeah, from when he, went, he thought he had bought the land, he didn't buy the land. So it's so still so far from getting done. Right. Just like Woodbridge is far, this is far from getting done. <laughs> but it was was it a hundred million dollar? I mean, there was yeah. Some... That's what the option is. I think to buy it for 100, 200 acres or whatever it is. Jeez. But yeah, no, it's just an option to buy. He hasn't bought the land. Mm. Um, but that's. You know, one of these sites that they were looking at for a possible stadium, also trying to get somewhere in Loudoun County, but Loudoun County wouldn't sell them the land or come up or, or would not come to an agreement to have them possibly purchase the land as well. Mm. Apparently, the spot in Loudoun County is very close to uh, where they train now in Ashburn. So okay. that is one of the spots they're looking at as well. But look, nobody wants to do business with this guy. Nobody wants to do business. Mar- you know, we've heard Maryland not going to really up their offer. They put out the yeah. $400 million, and, but it can't be just a stadium itself. Virginia now, they're, they may be backpedaling on this because of right. everything that's going on yeah. with Dan Snyder. So he's far from getting a, a, a deal done right. somewhere. I, right. I, I think we're very far from anything mm. happening. 
And despite us being so far away from actual decision, this announcement of Woodbridge, you know, this optional deal, did get a lot of reaction. Oh, yeah. So what did people say? Were people into it or? Not at all. Because, <laughs> look, I mean, it's it's there are so many different things. Let's be honest. And no offense to anybody of you guys live in Woodbridge. Okay? I, I do not, but uh, I've been uh, there. I, it's lovely. It's lovely this time of year. But there's not... Uh, you know, you have to travel down 95. There aren't many ways to get to Woodbridge. Yeah. Mm. And 95 is a disaster without a football game or anything else going down there. Right. On a Sunday. Or can you imagine? I mean, it's just, there's just so many things wrong with that. You're basically alienating everybody in Maryland, which he's kind of already done. A mm. lot of, a lot of former Washington fans have gone to the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Um, but at that, I mean, you know, you're really putting it like so far south so that people far. won't travel to especially the route you need to get there. Yeah. yeah. And and just, you know, not much around there, hotels-wise. And players, you're going to have to, because the training facility will be there too. So you're going to have to live down there. Mm-hmm. Right. Can you imagine, t- t- you know, bringing in free agents. You're going to fly them into National Airport. Oh, wait, we got to get in a car and go down 95 to see the facility and where you're going to well, live. Well, a lot of these people kind of already have homes. I mean, the coaches and stuff. Also keep in mind, anybody that's with this organization right now, coaches included, who knows, maybe even the owner, May not even see this stadium or play a game in this stadium. It's so far off. You know what I mean? It's yeah. so far right. off from becoming reality. Right. So, but was the reaction so bad that it kind of cut out that option, or is that still a possibility? Is Woodbridge still a possibility? I think I, I can't see it being a possibility. Right. I just, I just. There's so much sighing. There's so much sighing. <laughs> just, just realistically thinking about getting in a car and going down there, or just, you know, you're going to draw from Richmond. Your season ticket fan base would be. From Richmond, right, and down south. Um, so I don't think that's a possibility. I think they're tr- playing the leverage game here mm. um, and trying to, you know, work everybody against each other. But you know, he he still wants DC as the number one. He wants the RFK site. That's no secret. But uh, he hasn't the you know the government have to give him the land there. And you guys spoke about like the locations of uh, that are really under consideration on the huddle, which is WTOP's podcast about sports. And Dave Preston is going into the locations there, but. This Woodbridge deal comes after we learned that some NFL owners may want Snyder to step back from his role. So it was sort of interesting timing hearing mm-hmm. about this potential deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No coincidence at all mm. that that this. So we, we had the report over the weekend from USA Today that owners maybe have, quote unquote, counting votes. And we've never really gotten to that point. I mean, right. the owners fed up, but it's always one of those. The owners aren't going to really you know go after one of their own because people will start poking around there past and things like that. You don't want to get involved in they that. They don't want to be in Dan Snyder's position. Correct. But a bunch of owners speaking anonymously to USA Today saying that they've kind of, with everything going on, the harassment, and then the other report uh, financially that Dan Snyder has two different sets of books and he's been withholding uh, money from the visiting teams at FedEx Field. If you start messing with somebody's money, then that's that's a whole different ballgame. So right. he's he had owners talking that they may be getting to a point where they're going to count votes to Get him out. Now, there are owners meetings this week in Atlanta. It was not an, uh, on the agenda, Dan Snyder in Washington, not on the agenda, but who knows? To me, that report comes out, and then all of a sudden it leaks that they're looking at land and Woodbridge to kind of take the focus off of that report for the weekend. That's that's what they do. Guys. Mm. That's just what, just to divert, that's the game. Yeah. divert the attention that's away from that do. conversation. We've seen it the last two years with the harassment stuff. Always, we'll just we'll just throw something else out there. Yeah, that's, that's just what they do. Mm. Well, pivoting from the front office game to the game on the field. No, the front office is more fun. <laughs> um, you actually got to see, you know, the Commanders practice this week with their new, you know, quarterback Carson Wentz. So, how was that, and how did the team look? 
Well, uh, they're, it's OTAs, so keep in mind it's there are no pads. It's just shorts and T-shirts and helmets. But you could tell he's a commanding presence, a lot more, a lot different than a Taylor Heineke. You know, mm. he's just he's a just commanding a, presence. I didn't even think about that. That was pretty good. <laughs> they all had commanders written on the back of their jerseys too. Yeah, they didn't have their like names, a, which was very interesting. That's like a high school thing. You know, you don't earn your name yet. Oh, everybody's wow. one team. Yeah. Um, but no, he's. I didn't even think about the commanding. That's pretty good. But no, he's he's a he's a presence. Like he's a he's a guy that's been at the you know played at a high level. Uh, players love him so far. Uh, you know, you can't really tell much, but from what they're doing right now, but you can tell that he is in charge right now of this offense. So that, I think that is something fans will like to see mm. a change from the past. He definitely throws, you know, a, a different, stronger football than Taylor Heineke. Um, but again, I mean, look, and for me, he's the key to this whole season. Right. We're, again, we're only in May, a long way to go. Mm-hmm. But just to see him under center with this offense was something different. It's interesting, too, we were talking about Richmond, um, and they have traditionally had their training camp in Richmond, and now there's a question of whether that will happen. It just seems to me like fans just keep taking hits here. I mean, is there any truth to that, that the training camp might not be in Richmond this oh, year? Oh, yeah. No, I don't think it's going to be back. I think it's they don't want to spend the money to go back. So it's looking more and more like it's going to all be here in Ashburn. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, to your point, fans, you know, they they, they turned out last year because they – Hadn't been down there in a couple of years because of COVID, and then the after that was everything was at facilities. So it had been two years, and they had one year left on their deal to go back, but they shrunk it and they went for just five days just to kind of say thank you to the fans and kind of you know show that they still care about Richmond. But I, I don't think it's happening. Yeah, I think I think the Richmond fans have seen the end of their uh, football franchise, at least at training camp. So mm. they've put a lot of pressure. <laughs> on Carson Wentz to make this thing happen. I mean, doesn't it seem that way from an optic standpoint? Like, there's so many changes going on. But look, our new quarterback, Yeah, we he better do well, or the team better do well, because otherwise, where are fans going to go? Right. Maryland, I guess. Oh, yeah. No, uh, the Ravens. Yes, that's where they're going to go. Um, and that's where a lot of them have already gone. Yeah, the fan base is, the fan base is eroded so much. It's just so sad. And mm. especially being somebody, yeah. that, somebody that grew up here and lived through the— Really, really good times. Right. And just to see what the old stadium was like and, you know, the 100,000-person waiting list and to see where it is now. And keep in mind also, we had touch on one of the renderings uh, that they were talking about in, in Woodbridge. It's only a 60,000-seat yeah. stadium. That's only 4,000 more than RFK was when you left there in 96 because you had all this – you built this 90,000-seat wow. stadium. Right. That's how far that – this fan base has eroded. Mm. So isn't that telling? Yeah, there's a lot of pressure on the field, and you know, for Carson Wentz to make a trade for him, uh, it's a deal they can get out of after one year because they didn't restructure his contract. So if he doesn't do well and he's not the future, which I don't think they consider him the future of this franchise, I really don't. Hmm. Um, they can get out of it after this year. But yeah, this is they're going all in this year to try and get it done. We will be continuing it's to watch to it. to depress you guys. Yeah, I <laughs> know. Right. It's, I mean... it's, it's not really an uplifting story, but it's a good scene setter <laughs> for where we are with this team. George Wallace, WTOP Sports Director, thanks for joining us. And after the break, why would Virginians want the team to build a stadium there? We speak with a proponent of the bill, Prince William County Delegate Luke Torian, who thinks this is a win for the Commonwealth. If you want to save money and grow profits on your next commercial heating, cooling, HVAC, or refrigeration project, Go with the men and women of Steamfitters Local 602. You can trust the experience of its workforce, members who have expertise in heating, air conditioning, refrigeration, and process piping to deliver work that's on time and on budget. 
For a partner you can trust, who's mutually focused on your bottom line and to schedule, contact Steamfitters Local 602 at steamfitters-602.org. That's steamfitters-602.org. Steamfitters Local 602, changing lives. Thanks for listening to the DMV Download. If you like the podcast, head to our show page, give us a rating, and leave a review. We read all of them and use the suggestions to improve the show that we're so proud of. It also helps other listeners find this, our region's only local daily news podcast. Thanks for making us a part of your day. Next week, the Virginia General Assembly will return for a special session to debate whether to pass legislation that would outline how the Commonwealth would win the Commander Stadium deal. The bill creates a stadium authority to oversee construction and financing of the project. It basically allows the team to collect a share of the state's tax revenue generated by the stadium. Snyder's stadium plan includes building commercial and residential space around it, complete with a convention center, concert venue, and restaurants. And Prince William County Delegate Luke Torian is all for it. He joins us now. Delegate Torian, you know, tell us about what this legislation does to really win the commanders over to Virginia for the stadium. Why would it really bring them across the Potomac? Well, basically what it does, it allows them and gives them the authority to uh, negotiate with the Commonwealth in, in regards to coming from Maryland into Virginia with the stadium. But mind you, Washington commanders have been in Virginia for nearly 50 years. Uh, and they, they have their headquarters already here. They are already in Virginia. Uh, so this is not a new phenomenon. They're already here. They simply want to bring the stadium where they have their headquarters, and that is in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Mm-hmm. And as the, as the bill stands now, I mean, do you think there's enough political support in Virginia to subsidize this huge project? Because I think you were mentioning it's going to cost a couple hundred million to build this stadium. Well, we have had support for the project during our regular session, general assembly session. And so I have not seen that wane. I think the conversation that we're having now is taking a temperature as to where legislators may stand in regards to the legislation being passed and the possibility of a stadium coming to uh, the Northern Virginia area. The money's still coming together, but you said, how much is it worth? To, we're talking about now, at least? This could change, of course. But what are we talking about as a well, price tag? Well, the projected numbers that I've heard have been anywhere between $300 million and $350 million. And, and as I indicated to you guys earlier, I am not I have not been in on the negotiations and the intricacies of that. Mm-hmm. But primarily, I've heard what you've heard through the course of the media. Mm. And, you know, just in the past few days, there's been some doubt cast upon this bill to bring the commanders, you know, to Virginia. Your colleague, Chap Peterson, you know, said that the team has no history or real fan base or not as much as they did before. And he's really concerned that this might not be a good choice for Virginia to bring the Commander Stadium to the Commonwealth. So how do you, you know, answer to that observation? Well, I do not wish to get into a tit for tat with uh, Senator Peterson, but I will share this with you. Over the years, the Washington Commanders, Washington Redskins, as they formerly known, have had a very rich history here in the Commonwealth of Virginia and, and a terrific fan base. Every team goes through its ebbs and flows as far as winning or not winning. And when a team is not winning, obviously attitudes do change with a few top grade draft choices and some more uh, positive decision making relative to how the team operates and uh, get back on the winning side. You, you will see fan base and attitudes change. Apparently, team president Jason Wright has said recently, quote, I'm incredibly eager to continue our work with the legislative leaders in Virginia 
But he says, and other jurisdictions. So he's leaving the door open there that the stadium could go elsewhere. You just mentioned the ebbs and flows. And, of course, teams win and lose. This team has fallen under legal question. Uh, There's financial questions. There's questions of, you know, impropriety. Um, Do we want that drama in Virginia? I mean, is there any concern about that, that you're maybe taking on a team that, you know, is kind of bringing a lot of negativity with it? If you look across the NFL and the 32 teams, there's drama with every team. So the drama is not something that's new. And the appropriate authorities would deal with the issues that are at hand. And I'm sure that the Washington organization has a very good grip on the issues that are before them. There's a difference between separating what may be happening in someone's personal life opposed to making a business decision. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm sure the commission of the NFL is very much on top of everything that is happening with the Washington commanders. But I, I just repeat this again. You look across the league, the history of the league, there's been drama with uh, a lot of teams. So this is this is not something that's new or uncommon. And there are also some real concerns about the infrastructure of some of these proposed locations of the new Commander Stadium in Woodbridge. There are some proposed for you know Loudoun County. And people are worried that the traffic alone will be too much for these locations. Do you share those concerns? I'm sure that if this deal goes through and it proceeds, there will be quite a bit of infrastructure improvement that goes along with it. And uh, we primarily are talking about a large gathering of people uh, eight weeks out of the out of the season. Now, there will be some other commercial aspects to it, but it's not going to draw the thousands of people that uh, that we normally get at a football game. So we need to just bear that in mind and keep that in mind as well. And the General Assembly, you know, is set to meet for a special session starting June 1st next week. So do you think the General Assembly will be able to make some significant moves on this legislation, you know, soon? I certainly hope that we will be able to make some very positive moves on the legislation very soon. Delegate, are you a fan of the commanders? I mean, I feel like I, I kind of want to get a little personal take here from you, because for fans, in their, if they're in Virginia, if they're close to Richmond, where, you know, obviously we had the training camp for years it's an exciting thing to think about the stadium coming to Virginia. I don't want it to sound like a you know an all negative story here. Are you personally excited that this this deal could happen? I am a fan, and I'm personally excited about the possibility of this deal happening. And I've been a fan for a number of years, and I, I just think that it would be good for for the Commonwealth. Delegate Torian, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing you know your thoughts on this possible bill to you know lure the Commander Stadium into Virginia. Thank you very much. And before we go, Megan is going on a trip. And so uh, no. I, Megan is leaving me in the dust. <laughs> no, no, no. She'll be back. She'll be back. But I will be hosting tomorrow's episode solo. I know. It's like a whole new world. A whole new world. We'll see how we do. Um, I'm going up to visit my brother in Connecticut. So it's a long enough trip where you're like, I could use an extra day or two just to make, you know. It's like five and a half hours up there. Oh, yeah. So Farther worth than it. you think. Farther than you think. So worth it. And it's so worth it. Visiting a sibling, that's great. Siblings are so important, you know? Yeah. I, I'm going to say he's my favorite one to see if my other siblings are listening. Uh-oh. Maybe I'll get some, maybe I'll get some uh, pushback on this. No. But he he is the one with a boat. He has a boat. That and helps. it's Memorial Day. <laughs> that so really helps. I feel like he's a, it's, a, it's a good time for him to be my favorite. No, it should be fun. I get to, you know, see family, get out of town. Um, and, I, you know, it's nice to have a long weekend every once in a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be fantastic. Well, wish you the best. Thanks. On that trip. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to need it. No, we'll be fine. <laughs> and that'll do it for us today on the DMV Download. We're sponsored by Steamfitters Local 602. Our managing editor is Craig Schwab, and our music is by Real World. 
Give us a review and rate our show if you get the chance. We read them all. Please do this. And follow us on social media where we post content every day. You can find out more about the podcast and become one of our VIP listeners at dmvdownload.com. The DMV Download is a product of WTOP News. Listen on 103.5 FM in D.C., 107.7 FM in Virginia, 103.9 FM in Frederick, online at WTOP.com and on the WTOP News app. And if you're going somewhere this weekend, safe travels.